You are Locked On Blue Jays, your daily podcast on the Toronto Blue Jays, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, Blue Jays fans, and welcome to Locked On Blue Jays, your daily dose of Toronto Blue Jays talk directly into your headspace, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, H. E. Andrews of jaysfrontacouch.com, and today's episode is brought to you by Built Bar. Built Bar is back. Go to builtbar.com and use promo code LOCKEDON, and you'll get $10 off your next order. I'm very happy to have Built Bar back here on this Friday night, drifting into Saturday morning here on the East Coast, and, you know, with the Fan Friday question that I put out. I was all set to be all, you know, grumpy cloud and, you know, just more rain and just very unhappy with things. But thankfully, I get to welcome back Bill Bar with a little bit of a happier tone because, I mean, how can you not be happy after what the Blue Jays did tonight? We're going to talk about the specifics of why that game was so much better than any game basically in August. I mean, I'm not going to lie. That was the most fun I've had watching a Blue Jays game all year. And like, granted, I didn't have the full roller coaster experience of Wednesday night because I came in when it was like... Like, when I got back from grocery shopping, it was like 11... I want to say it was 11-7. So it wasn't completely out of reach. So I wasn't totally in the pit. I was blissfully unaware while I was killing my hips in softball. But it it was just enjoyable. So I, I don't want to go into Charlie Montoyo just yet because that's going to be a very mixed bag podcast. But you will get to hear that uh, later tonight. We will be recording that and talking about our feelings about what Charlie Montoya has done. But for now, we are just going to enjoy some of the excellence that we saw from this Blue Jays team. And I'll, I'll get into some of the other heroes, but there, there are two guys we have to talk about immediately. Two big stars of the night uh, from an offensive standpoint. Obviously, Teoscar Hernandez and Bo Bichette. Um, Bo Bichette has seven consecutive games with an extra base hit and an RBI, something no shortstop has ever done since 1920. And we know this because that's how far back the records go. Bo Bichette is doing things that no player should be able to do, let alone a guy who's only had 60 games, not even 59, I think was, was the game tonight. So 59 games at the major league level. And Bo Bichette is producing at likes that Mike Trout and Cal Ripken and Derek Jeter could only imagine coming into the league like this. Like, seriously, Bo Bichette got slept on so hard as one of the up up-and-coming stars. And y'all know that podcast I did with Stacey Gutsulius of Locked On Yankees and Javi Reyes of Locked On Padres, where they're all, you know, Fernando Tatis Jr. and Glaber Torres. And, and, you know, I had to go freaking 
uh, Charlotte off the top rope, just with the with the heel turn, come in with the Bobichette ve- verdict, and I'm right. Shockingly, I'm right. I know, right? What Bobichette is doing kind of defies logic. I mean, this. This is what we expected out of Vladimir Guerrero Jr., isn't it? A guy who would just swing at everything, would, you know, just just take his hacks up there and occasionally produce some, some powerful blasts and you just kind of rock with it, roll with it, do whatever you will. But Bobichette is transcending that. He's hit home runs in four straight games. He has played good if not great defense at shortstop, something that Glaber Torres cannot do. He has been a catalyst at the top of the lineup when the Blue Jays have desperately needed one. He has has done every and he brought his dad, legendary outfielder Dante, who is now an official coach. And is helping the rest of the team. And it looks like the rest of the team is taking heed. Because they are hitting home runs at a rate that the Blake Street Bombers of the 90s would be proud of. 13 in the past two games. That's a record. Blue Jays just setting records all over the place on offense. As we totally predicted at this point last week. Yes. Definitely. But no. Putting the absolute planks to that Rays pitching squad tonight was just beautiful and like I I um maybe it's just the alternate reality creeping in but you know Trevor Richards was supposed to be better than this against the Blue Jays and like admittedly I I thought you know underneath that gray hair there was the wily uh hurler who you know, would baffle the Blue Jays similarly to Ryan Yarbrough. Just throw junk out there and and just get results. But the changeups weren't working as much, and the Blue Jays were able to stick with it. And then, then of course, Aaron Loop comes in, and for once there is joy in Blue Jays fandom instead of revulsion because Aaron Loop's pitching for the Rays now. And granted, I don't really buy into that narrative. I think Aaron Loop is better than people gave him credit for as a lefty reliever, but. He is strictly a lefty reliever. And once he plunked Kevin Biggio and you saw Bo Bichette going up there, you're like, you're just rubbing your hands with glee. Just like, oh, oh, Bo, do him in. Do it now. And you knew he could do it. You knew he was going to, He was, even if it was a single, you knew Aaron Loop was about to get torched. And torched he got. It's... It's just the sheer joy. He, he swings like I do when it comes to softball. Only he has much better results because he can actually hit balls in the air. As opposed to me just knocking them into the gravel repeatedly over and over. And just, you know, I'm rusty. I had a really rusty day on Wednesday. So got to break the new bat in. Got to Got to work the kinks out. New glove worked great, though. I, I was pretty good defensively, so that's an improvement. But, yeah, it's in a season where Vladimir Guerrero Jr. has 
fallen below expectations from a power standpoint and and even from a hitting standpoint because basically he's hitting like me he's the one pounding balls into the dirt Bo Bichette has taken those expectations and just you know lifted him up to a position where Blue Jays fans can legitimately dream of having the best shortstop in the league and how many years the Blue Jays fans have to sit and watch Nomar Garcia Para and Cal Ripken Jr. and Derek Jeter and um I guess the Rays didn't really have one. Shoot, can I name a Rays shortstop other than Willie Adamas? Ben Zobris played shortstop for them, right? But Ben Zobris counts. And Danny Echeverria played for them too. There there are Rays shortstops, but none of them obviously the caliber of the guys I just mentioned, but the Blue Jays may have that guy better than Willie Adamas, better than Glaber Torres, better than Xander Bogarts and better than the robot that has replaced Jose Iglesias for Baltimore. Bobashek gives Blue Jays fans that hope. And it's, it's something that desperately needed to be felt again in this slog of a year. Where it looked like the Blue Jays were just going to fumble around and get another high draft pick and just be disappointing. Bo Bichette is reminding people just of how much good there really is on this team. And hopefully the past two games are a sign that that is going to be a recurring trend on the upswing. So, one other thing on the upswing is Bill Barr. So happy to have Bill Barr back on the program. I'm, I'm not going to lie. Bill Barr is probably the fav- my most favorite sponsor we've ever had on this program. Because their product is really freaking good. It is a protein bar that tastes like a candy bar and is low in carbs and high in fiber and low in sugar and high in protein and basically does everything I want without me having to buy a Mr. Big Bar and have a chocolate bar. It's awesome. And Built Bar is coming back with six new flavors to add to their 12 original ones. They have caramel brownie, cookies and cream, cherry barcia, lemon almond cheesecake, carrot cake, and oh my god, apple almond crisp. That is... I'm sorry, I had to stop my mouth from watering. I apologize. Their bars are coated in 100% chocolate. They're soft. They're easy to chew. They melt in your mouth. And right now, Built Bar is not only offering a free cooler with purchase so you can keep your Built Bars cool and keep the chocolate from melting because it's real chocolate. It's going to melt. You can go to BuiltBar.com, use the promo code LOCKEDON, and you'll get $10 off your next order so you can try these amazing new flavors. And I am already, like, drooling over apple almond crisp. Like, if it tastes anything like my mom's, that's going to be amazing. And then it's going to have chocolate on top of it. Mom never put chocolate on it, so. Yeah, go to BuiltBar.com, use that promo code locked on, and get you some Built Bars while you can. And then while you're online, you might as well hop on over to our friends at CBDMD.com and get yourself some of the best topical creams for your life to help you relax, regroup, and recharge. 
They have CBD Freeze with Menthol, which is an award-winning product that offers instant cooling relief for muscles and joints in a convenient and easy-to-use roller or squeeze tube. And then CBD Recover combines CBD with inflammation-fighting compounds like Arnica and vitamin B6 to give you the support you need where it matters most. And to make it even easier to try this amazing duo and everything else CBDMD has to offer, they're offering our listeners 25% off your next order when you use the promo code LOCKDOWNMLB at checkout. So once again, that's CBDMD.com, promo code LOCKDOWNMLB for 25% off your purchase of superior CBD oil products from CBDMD. You are Locked On Blue Jays, your daily Toronto Blue Jays podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Okay, so Bo Bichette wasn't the only offensive star tonight. And, you know, I'm not talking about pitching in this episode because, I mean, I'm going to do it probably next episode. And the the offense needed this night, so we're going to give them the shine. On, on the second of back-to-back days, where literally eight of the nine starters have gone yard. And Lourdes Gurriel Jr. is the only one that hasn't, which is weird. But, you know, Pina Power is, is slapping singles around. So I will take that from Lourdes Gurriel Jr. But, obviously, uh, the big blasts, and that's plural, came from Teoscar Hernandez. And, you know, that gives him seven on the season. He leads the Blue Jays. He has really taken to Salem Field. Well, the entire team has, because balls are sailing out of there, she said, repeating the joke she made on Twitter hours earlier. But, hey, you may not have heard it. So, this was what people wanted to see out of Teoscar Hernandez. This is what people knew they could potentially see from Teoscar Hernandez, a guy who could regularly hit, had some speed, and had the power to potentially hit 40 home runs in a season. Because that's what he's grading out at right now. He's got uh, he's got 7 and 16 games so far. So if he times that by 10, well, you actually get 70. Which, I mean, come on. There's going to be some tailing off at some point. But still... That is a Jose Bautista-level pace. And you have to imagine that when the trade is put together to get Teoscar from Houston, and can we just, can I just say how thankful he is that I'm, I'm not having to say this about a Houston player, that I get to say this about a Blue Jay, because I don't think I could take that right now. But this, is, this was the thought process. In, in addition to, you know, shedding Francisco Liriano's contract for the more easily bought outable Nori Aoki, just, it, it all seems to be coming together. And I don't know if it's a mirage with Teoscar, because he's had runs like this before. He's had these hot streaks where he just seems like no pitcher can get a ball by him that he can't crush. But... That doesn't compare to what he's doing right now. The the sheer insanity. And I am incredibly here for it. 
because this means the Blue Jays may have found their third outfielder. If he keeps playing like this, granted, he still has to work on the defense. He costs the Blue Jays a run by throwing the ball directly to second to cut off uh, Brandon Lau when the real threat was Austin Meadows running around the bases. He made up for it with his bat. And he's going to have to be better at defense because DH seems to be taken with Vladimir Guerrero Jr. and Raddy Telez for the foreseeable future. So he's going to have to be in the outfield. And, I mean, he keeps hitting home runs like this. It won't really matter. But you want to see him improve out there. You want to see him be that complete package so the Blue Jays don't have to go looking for an outfielder in, in free agency. Maybe Austin Martin plays at third. Instead of center field. And the Blue Jays have more options to work with. Because right now, Homer Happy T. Oscar is an option I am thrilled to see in the Blue Jays lineup. And I have not been able to say that in the past about T. Oscar. So, I, I want to see him continue to do this. I want to see the Blue Jays continue this power binge. Even if I have said they have got to stop relying on home runs for all their support. It seems to be working in Buffalo. I can't say anything. They put up 23 runs in the past two games after averaging like 2.8 in the previous 10. So I really can't complain. If they're if they're going to keep launching balls out there and become this year's Minnesota Twins... And just blow people away. Because their pitching staff is good enough. They don't have to do that every night. They can hit three home runs. As long as they're two run shots. And still probably get a win. But it's it's just nice to see someone step up after we've been crying. Crying for weeks for someone to to put a streak together, to get some hits, to do something at the plate other than feebly ground out to short. And we're finally seeing that. Whether or not the Blue Jays will keep it up tomorrow against that trickiest of opponents and lefty Ryan Yarbrough will remain to be seen. But the Blue Jays have a better shot at it now. Not actually maybe the time when Teoscar DHs, because they can put Vladdy at first, put Rowdy on the bench for when a right-hander comes in later, and they can just start Anthony Alford in center field and put Grichuk in right and give Alford some at-bats, because if Charlie Montoya is going to give everyone at-bats, that's what he has to do. Funny how that comes back around. We'll be talking about Charlie Montoya on our next episode which will be the official Fan Friday edition of the podcast, have gotten some thoughts about Montoyo in the past week that I will be sharing with y'all and accrediting to their proper authors. So look forward to that dropping very soon after this one. Uh, Make sure you're subscribed to Locked on Blue Jays on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, However you get podcasts, make sure you're subscribed so you don't miss an episode. You can also follow the podcast on Twitter and Facebook at Locked on Jays. 
And you can follow me on Twitter at A underscore J underscore Andrews. The underscores are there because Twitter is dumb, but sometimes it's cool. Like tonight when we all got to kind of just enjoy the sight of Mike Brasso striking out Randall Grichuk with a 64 mile an hour curveball. You're going to wear that one, Randall. You're going to wear that one for a bit. Try not to bring it up too much. Anyway, until next time, for everyone at the Locked On Podcast Network and everyone at JaysFromTheCouch.com, I'm AJ Andrews. Thank you all so much for listening to tonight's episode. And y'all take care. Bye.